What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Bunce, here with Sully and Jones. And we got an exciting week for you. The NFL draft is here, beginning of the NFL year, really, from here. You know, we'll have our mini camps, more OTAs. We'll be in uh we'll be in training camp before we know it. But this is uh, you know, first big, big milestone for the NFL since Super Bowl. Um a lot of a lot of uh, speculation on that that first pick. We were just talking before. Uh, Sully laid some action and is hoping for uh, hoping for a specific pick. Sully, why don't you tell the people what you got going? Uh, it doesn't look good for me, but no, it looks okay. Uh, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> recall a year where um, the morning of they like get the pick wrong. I, I just feel like someone comes out of it and like you see Trayvon Walker at minus three hundred. We've heard a lot of steam the past maybe I don't know week to two or three days and it's like wow this might happen and then you see him at minus 300 and i jumped on it um and i don't is it still at minus 300 i don't know they've taken down props in new york the draft props in new york all right well uh i know he's still the favorite at minimum i know he's still the favorite um yeah you know it just seems like i heard what is the the gm wants walker right uh, Balky wants Walker, right? And, and Khan wants Hutchinson. And, um, I mean, you really don't need to know much about college football. Maybe you watched five or six games this year and, you know, Hutchinson's the pick over Walker. Uh, you don't really need to have much of a brain. Um, Hutchinson has showed out. He's just not as much of a physical freak as Walker is. Walker is just, a, you know, they're falling in love with the combine kid. And most of the time these guys bust. I know it cause I'm a jet fan. We take these DNs from Florida and I don't even know all their names. And we take the, the Vernon Golston's of the world and he benches 7 million pounds and he can pick up a truck with one arm and he throws it and, uh, and they just can't play football. And because at this level you need Supreme technique and you don't just need speed and strength. You need, you need the technique. And uh, if it hasn't been refined enough by now, uh, if we haven't seen it on the tape, uh, and we really haven't with Walker, nine sacks in, what is it, three years? Um, you know, I, I just don't know when we are going to see it because uh, he's always been this strong and always been this fast. It's like you see the combine, you see, oh, that, he is that strong. But he was this strong throughout the, the year or, or 90% of that, and he couldn't dominate against college. So what makes you think he's going to get to the NFL? You're going to need a fantastic coach. You're going to need a lot of hard work, and you're going to need probably, you know, probably praying to God a lot. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't get this pick. <laughs> a lot of luck. A lot of luck. I, I, I don't get this pick. I wouldn't really probably touch him in the top ten. Um, I would take – I would take – like we, we, Go ahead. And go I would ahead. take I would take Kayvon over him. I'd take Jermaine Johnson over him. I would take um, – for the pass rushers, I, there's at least – a. Hutchinson, obviously, there's at least three pass rushers minimum I would take over him. Uh, not to mention three or four offensive linemen, Sauce Gardner. Uh, I'd even consider Stingley, and I'm not even a Stingley guy. I, I mean, there's so many guys. There's receivers I would take over him. Uh, he would be not even a top 10 or 12 pick for me. 
This is like the uh, Clint and Farrell pick the Raiders made a few years ago. Uh, it is, but we didn't know about that ahead of time, like, though. What? We didn't know about that ahead it's of time. It's true. It's true. So It's true. The Raiders, but they've done that a few times. I mean, I'm trying to think of like who, because we've seen combine stars. I guess DK Metcalf would probably be the last like, holy shit, combine star, but he was great in college. It's not like he was, who yeah. you know, some putting DK. Yeah, it's not like he was putting up mediocre numbers in college. Like he was legitimately good. They just didn't know how well his game would translate to the NFL. Yeah, this is a completely different story because he doesn't have the tape or the numbers to. Yeah, there's like show there's like not even the there's NFL. not tape on him. Like it's just it's just not there. Uh, I just don't. Teams try to get too cute, especially poor shit franchises. Try to get too cute. They try to make that big splash. I, I'm really praying Joe, Joe Douglas doesn't try to do something. And try to, you know, they try to put their, make their imprint known. And uh, a lot of times you just got to, I don't want to say go by the book, but in like, you know, the first overall pick, the first round, a lot of times you take the best available. It's going to be best when you have so many needs when you're a team like the Jaguars, the Jets, the Giants, the Texans. It's also the safest, like. You, you can't because you can now look. This guy's banking on Walker being a home run. Balky's banking on him being a home run. And if he's not that, then you're fucked because everyone's going to look and be like, well, obviously, idiot. Look what you did at the top of the draft. But if you take the consensus number one overall guy or you take I know they just signed Cam Robinson. So this not really like relevant, but, the, you know, the le- a strong left tackle or like the number one player at his position then you can at least look back and be like, hey, I mean, me and every other scout got no it one's wrong. Gonna you know, 32 you, yeah. teams got that wrong. No one's going to question you. So, yeah. Yeah. You're just leaving so. yourself open for a lot of criticism for no need. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just – it's just he's the better player by far. And why would you do something when – I mean, who like these guys are – they're also bad teams. These aren't like – the top talent you're picking in the top five because you're really bad. You're a really bad team. Um, you need really good players. That's the other thing. It's like this isn't like if you, if he if he goes, you know, the Jaguars win fucking ten games combined over the next three years. It's not the and let's say Walker's a home run. He averages twelve sacks a year in those three years. It's not like they're gonna be like, hey, you can keep your job. You nailed that number one pick and Walker. Like you're still fucking fired. You know? Yeah, I mean, this just, this is it, like a fireable offense. This is like a fireable uh, offense too. Like, if they're really bad and he busts year one, you're, you're you're like you're on the hot seat. Like, especially when the owner wants Hutchinson, uh, Khan, who's like, yeah, and they've spent a shit ton of money in free agency the last two years. Yeah, they're, they've definitely spent more than anyone else. How did they sign Kirk to seventy eight million? Oh my god, it's a, terrible. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think your teams do, Dave? You guys got two uh, picks in the top seven here. You think you're taking yeah. both of those? You think you're trading one of those? Uh, the, I think there was always a possibility of a trade. I think they'll pro. Uh, there's a lot of chatter today that they really want to trade seven. Um, I think they just go trade back. The play trade is back, right? yeah, yeah, trade back uh, and pick up an additional first rounder. Assuming, but the the to me, it's like you have you have Carolina at six, so then you have Atlanta at eight and Seattle at nine, who potentially could want to hop Carolina for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's where the value in that holds. But you got to go to eight because 
you hold seven and then and then you hold seven and eight. So you still get the two guys you want because Carolina, you know, even if they take an offensive lineman, there's three great offensive linemen at the top of this draft that can play right tackle for the Giants. So you're still good even if you want to take an offensive lineman at seven and then you still get who you want at eight in, in the second pick because no one's no one's taking it. You know, it's, you're picking back to back. Um, but then the seven pick is like, that's going to be teams trying to like Washington or, uh, Pittsburgh or new Orleans, like these teams in the mid teens that are trying to hop Atlanta and Seattle to get a quarterback or someone, you know, maybe it's a cornerback, whatever it is. Um, so the, to me, there's a real opportunity to move back and pick up value at five without really giving up much because you're only giving up the chance at potentially losing your favorite offensive lineman, but the rumors are they like multiple of them. So, you know, it's like, would you rather pick up a first rounder and take your second favorite great offensive lineman or not have the first rounder and get your first choice? So I think, but when you talk about seven, then there's a potential to move back way further. You know, the, then you're talking about moving back seven, eight, nine, ten 10 picks, depending on who you take the trade from. I don't think they make a deal for anyone with anything unless it includes a first rounder, an additional first rounder. And I, that's as a fan, I wouldn't want to accept any deal that didn't include a first rounder, mm-hmm. um, whether that be this year or next year, whatever it, you know, I don't know what teams are going to be calling, but I'm not, I'm not accepting any deal to move out of five or seven without an additional first rounder uh, attached to it on top of swapping this year's first round. Yeah. Pick. I mean, that's a legit um, pick. Top seven's a big pick. Like that's not, 20th second second time in 20 last 20 years that two a team has had two picks in the top seven the browns in the year they took baker and denzel ward were the other yeah, it's a it's a big opportunity um, so uh, trading back and getting picks. and i the reason i like i like the draft because we know what we need we need offensive linemen and edge rusher and i'd be happy with a cornerback too i don't think we can justify drafting anyone outside of those three positions because not only are they the three biggest positions of need they are also smart picks at those numbers you know like those the top guys are projected to go in that range for those three positions so or at least you know the the first or second guys of those positions um so it's just a it's a nice draft for once where the the needs line up with kind of the projections on these guys um Mm -hmm. and sean's been great so far so as a gm so you gotta you gotta trust him um but yeah i mean i i if I had my dream scenario, I, I'd like to come away with um, either Neil or Ikanwu and Thibodeau. Why is Neil dropping um, so much? There was rumors of a health concern, I, but then like a couple fail, teams did, came out, he including did, yeah. he failed some health things. That's what it was. Yeah, and then the the Giants and a couple other teams came out and said like, yeah, not a concern whatsoever for us. Um, should so should I say yeah really it's a huge concern they should be like yeah it's a huge concern don't take them don't take them guys yeah, you, yeah. you'd think right yeah, yeah. But, um, um so yeah i mean I, I think one of those two offensive linemen and thibodeau was my would be my dream i'd uh i'd be Jim johnson i think i'd much rather trade back for i think we can still get him if you trade back a few spots um yeah i think he'll be there for the and i'd also be fine yeah. with with sauce gardner um, I love so if, if Gardner's still available at seven and we don't like that, you know, we don't like and Thibodeau's gone and Hutchinson's gone and we don't like Johnson that much, whatever it is, I'm fine with getting Gardner. Um, I think 
I don't know. I think you can find pass rushers, but you know the Giants haven't. So who am I to who am I to say? Well, um, I, I think the Jets and Bradbury's still on the still on the team right now. So we we have a cornerback. It's kind of a pick to knowing that we're going to get rid of Bradbury. Yeah, and you and you and you're going to need another co- a corner uh, in general. But I I think the Jets and the Giants are in really really good spots draft wise, uh, where it's going to be almost hard to fuck it up. Um, unless they do. Well, yeah, Sully, right? there's been the, there's been the, the talks I've been seeing that maybe the jets are going to try and trade for Debo. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I'm not overly jumping at that. The one thing before I get to that, I do want to say, I think this is an interesting, in my philo- not philosophy, but I think, how do you feel Dave about going two linemen? If you get one of those two guys and then cross at seven, or maybe you get both of them. If you get both of them, you have to, I think. If a Conwu and Neil are both there at four and seven, or at four and seven, I feel like you got to take them, or five, uh, five and seven, whatever it is. Um, I, I think. Well, th- at that point, if one of them's still there at seven, I think that pick all of a sudden becomes very valuable to so another team more teams than just needed a quarterback. Yeah, it's true because the Falcons have. I think the Falcons had the worst offensive line in the NFL last year, so they're not out. Of, they yeah. said they want a quarterback, but they didn't say they wanted to take him at eight. So they could be gunning for their second round pick, you know, like a Desmond Ritter or mm-hmm. something. Um, so I think that that just kind of opens up the door for more trade partners for and the Giants and makes nice the pick a little future. more valuable. That is nice for the future. But for me, two things. I want to protect Daniel Jones. Obviously, you want to give him weapons. He does have some weapons. But you want to protect Daniel Jones and see what you got. This, they didn't pick up the fifth-year option today, which is very telling. Uh it was twenty-two million. Smart, smart, probably. Well, yeah, we're not going to pay him twenty-two million. It's not like he can't come back if we if we yeah. want to re-sign him. I know, um, but they're not all in on him. And then, uh, and then Barkley. They shouldn't and, be. He's a smart. And guy. And then Barkley. Let's see what see what Barkley's got with a better O line. Um, those are those are two guys. We we yeah. don't know what if they're going to be a, a future Giants. We don't know if they're they could be huge parts of pieces of the team going forward. They may not be in the team in a year from a year or two from now. Um, so right tackle is kind of the only spot that's really a, like we don't have a guy on the Giants offensive line right now. I'm not saying everyone else is an all-star, but right tackles the the one where we really don't have a spot yeah. or a guy at that spot. Um, yeah. We made a couple signings in offseason. I forget the guy from the Colts. I forget his name, but he's, you know, just pretty, pretty solid offensive lineman. He's been ranked highly by pff and he's a starter hasn't missed a game in three years or something like starter. yeah he's gonna start it i think he's gonna start at right guard um so yeah i think uh, you know it, it i wouldn't i think center would probably be the next thing that we need um on the offensive line second weakest link i should say um but then you, you know, linderbaum's the first the best center and he's projected to go in the middle of the second round so maybe that's something they consider you know if they trade back to 11 at with washington or something who wants a quarterback to trade up seven they get an additional first and they take linderbaum at at 11 you know something like that i don't i don't see them just taking two of the three top offensive linemen um not with not with because there's no way that I mean, obviously, there's always a way, but it would be it would be there's a very few scenarios where both Gardner and Thibodeau are off the board at seven. Um, yeah, probably it's probably pretty likely the Jets are likely to take one of them. Um, but Tom, to get to your yeah. question, I, I... but then but then you have the Giants, and then you have Carolina, who's going quarterback or O line yeah. or 
it would it would it would have to be um that situation would be if Kayvon went three probably to the Texans and then if we took Sauce Gardner at four that would be the most likely if if one of them makes it past us at four yeah. then then you're you'll you'll get I think that's the only that's the only out yeah um but yeah to to answer your I mean I think uh, I'm really not so antsy to get Debo, and I like Debo a lot. He just had a career year. He does have some injury concerns in the past. Um, he plays very physical. I don't know how long his, uh, you know, his game style is going to last. I know he doesn't want to be used as much as a running back, and that's fine. Use him in the red zone. Um, he's going to get $25 million a year probably wherever he goes, and that's fine. You can I can pay him that. Um, would rather probably low twenties, but you need to work out that type of extension to trade him. But I, I just, I'm not mortgaging mortgaging the farm. Uh, I'm not giving up tenth and much more than the tenth pick for him when I can get Jameson Williams or Garrett Wilson or Drake London. And um, you know, it's two different schools of thought. And people, some people try to say one's way better than the other, and I don't think one is technically way better than the other. One, you get a sure thing, but you're paying them twenty plus million a year. You get the sure thing, the stud receiver. The other one is you get a cheaper, younger receiver, obviously, more control, uh, cheaper contract, and not, I mean, it's possible, could be better than Debo. Debo's really just had one sick year, a good, very good rookie year. And last, two years ago, he kind of sucked, let's be honest. Um, two years ago, he was a no one. He was he was getting hurt. Uh, he had like 600 yards and a couple touchdowns. Uh Debo still only had six receiving touchdowns. Eight of them were in the rushing game, so he did have 14. And I'm not a Debo hater at all, but the six, the track record isn't extremely long. Not He's been in the league, I don't know, three years, and he's had probably one and a half really good years. Uh, I do think he's super talented, but you know I, some of these offers and trade scenarios were giving up a first, the 10th overall, and a second rounder, and a future. It just gets out of control. just gets out of control. I'll, I'll, trust, right. my, I'll trust Joe Douglas. To, I like his track record, especially last year. Uh, I'll trade, you know, I'll I'll draft one of those receivers I named um, at, to pair with Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and Braxton Berrios is the fourth, you know, slot, you know, um, gadget guy and returner. I'll take my chances there and and use those two second round picks and use those two third round picks. We have the surplus of talent because the 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 Seahawks are idiotic. Let's not be the Seahawks now. And, and overpay yeah. for a talented yeah, don't, player. Don't, yeah, don't, and not don't mention, undo everything that trade exactly. did. Exactly. And not to mention, like, Debo's causing a bit of a shitstorm, like, right now. Like, I, you know, not saying he's a bad guy uh, or a bad character guy. I've never heard of anything like that. But, um, you know, these receivers, it's just the thing. They just talk and, you know, they get called divas. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean. Yeah, it's just the way it is. I mean, I feel like it all started with Le'Veon Bell. Like ever since Le'Veon Bell pulled his shit like this, I feel like so many other players and who signed have Le'Veon gone out Bell? and pulled the, the same did. thing. The Jets did. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. But I was, I was, did not see the Le'Veon Bell situation folding out. He did. I don't know if anyone did, but I did not see him going that no. downhill so quickly. Um, he was yeah. not like playable. He was like not. He went from like a top three running back at worst to you're not a top thirty running back year one to year two, you're not a top 50 or 75 running back Two, three years, pretty much out of the league. Yeah. So, um, and it's different. It's a running back. It's an older running back in a sense. It's different, but, um, you know, I'm not chomping at the bit to get Debo. If we get him 10th overall, fine. I'm, uh, that's cool with me. Uh, if we give up a 10th and maybe one of our thirds, okay, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, you know, 
That's the thing is that the Niners don't pick until 61 and then they don't pick again until 93. Like they've only got two picks in the top hundred and they don't have a first round They're there. I think it would take a team depending on the team and the situation, like a decent receiver, uh, a first and like a third. If they can have three third round picks and a first round pick and a receiver, like, they could be all right. I mean, I just don't think he's worth that person. Like, like if we were to give Elijah Moore the tenth overall in the third, I think that's that's insane. Um, like Elijah Moore, I'm super high on him. He had five straight games where he scored a touchdown. Had injuries the second half of the year. Not saying he's going to be Debo. Could he be nearly as good as Debo? He could. I mean, Debo was looked at. You know, after last year, he was probably not even a top thirty dynasty receiver after after the last season. Um, so. You know, I, I think right now, if you're the Niners, you want to deal right now. Uh, I, I think they yeah. want to deal them right now because I just don't get it. Like, why are you the Jets? Rap? Or another team? Did why you see you what are... Rap was saying? No, what, what did he say? He said uh, this was probably at like, I don't know, three, three, four in the afternoon, you know, a few hours ago that like basically like clocks like a ticket, like they're not going to get it done, you know? Good. Yeah. Uh, yes everyone's like oh, okay you have to all you have to do is agree to the trade before the draft but like debo because he's signing a contract extension he needs to yeah a part of the deal he needs to get a physical he needs to they need to agree on like a new contract they need to negotiate that contract yeah, so like no one's trading for yeah, him without a new contract and he's not agreeing to it obviously so yeah and yeah. so rap was basically just like yeah it's like not happening today like yeah, he's why? like, and the, yeah. and the Niners from everything I'm hearing is they're not even being like aggressive about it. They're kind of just like, and I don't get sitting that. there and listening, but not really doing anything about and it. And I don't get that because like, you know, John uh, Lynch can say all he wants and he's a great player and man, you know, we can't wait for him to be a Niner and we're going to get this result. John Lynch is the ultimate lunch pail guy. He was during yeah. his career and he yeah. is as a GM. No, like and that, he's and just that's, and that's, Mr. Political. Correct. And he's great. He's been great for them. And I really like him. And, and, and that's, and that's pretty much what most people would say. That's it's the, it's the, you know, the whole, you know, plain Jane bullshit, you know, uh, we're going to work through this crap, but what happens when he doesn't show up in, in, in training camp. And then, and then he starts to speak out more. And then he's like, he starts to get more vocal himself. And his camp is like, nah, he ain't playing. Oh, his value just went down. You think Devo's just going to say, yeah, he's just going to take back everything. He says, yeah, I'm going to play now on, on, you know, I'm going to not, unless they give him. How like, many, doesn't he have two years left? He does, but, but he's going to hold out. You know, the, how these receivers, they are, we call them what they are. They're divas. They're divas. You're on a, I'm sorry. They, he said, not even offer me a big deal. He said, don't even try to make me offer a big deal. Yeah. You got two solid quarterbacks, probably, uh, in Trey Lance and, and Jimmy. You have a great GM. You have a top five or six coach. You have a top two or three team in, in, in the NFC. You have a wide open NFC and you want out. I mean, look, you can want whatever you want. You want to go home. I heard some other things you could, but like, like, dude, you're talking about leaving the Niners for the Jets, potentially. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if that's a great idea, bud. Like, I love where we're going. Yeah. But like, if you want to be about winning and all this, and I do think we'd win and we'd be better, and I think we're on the right track. But be careful what you wish for, man. I, I don't know, like, because it's, I think it definitely takes a toll on, like, like, and it, it, you know, it, it depresses players, like being on two and fourteen teams, especially in a. More so probably in like baseball and you're playing a million games and you're just getting your ass kicked. But going one and 15 sucks rather than being in the playoffs every year and, and having a shot and being in the NFC championship game. That definitely counts for something. So if you 
you know, if you can make a couple mil less, like, I don't think that's a huge deal to me. Um, but, you know, so I, I'm personally not, you know, going all in on Debo, but I like, uh, um, I love Sauce Gardner. I love Kayvon uh, Thibodeau. Um, I like uh, Conwu. I like Neil. I like all those guys a lot. Those are like four guys I really like. And then I, I, um, I think Drake London hasn't gotten enough uh, talk about lately. Um, I know Mel Kuyper was pretty high on him early on. And now you have the resurgence of Jameson Williams health-wise. Jameson Williams, I think, is electric. Uh, I think he's probably the highest ceiling. Uh, Garrett Wilson is probably a, lot, a stud number two at worst. Like, that's him, like, at worst. I think he's probably near bust-proof. He's so smooth in his routes. Um, don't know if he has the, num- you know, top 10 or wide receiver ceiling as some of these guys, but he's going to be a really good receiver at minimum. Um, but I think Drake London is, like, 6'5", and, like, a tight end, like, how he goes up for yeah, the he's ball. he's a fucking beast. And, and like, the thing is, he, he, he's got he's got the Calvin Johnson body. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, he's not huge jack-wise. Like, some people, like, Little Mike Evans, not as built as Mike Evans, but he's shifty. He works. He's six five and plays the slot. You don't. They don't make that. You don't. You don't see guys that play are six five and he has got the mobility in his hips and he's just. He's just very. What's the word for it? He's very. He's very elusive and he's shifty and he's six five and I don't really recall last time I've seen someone that's shifty. You see these big strong guys like DK Metcalf that are straight line speed, but like. DK Metcalf isn't shifty. Like guys like Tyreek Hill are shifty, like these little guys. But Drake London, he puts on, you know, 10, 12 pounds of muscle and, you know, keeps that quickness and elusiveness. I think he could be a top 10, 12 receiver. I think he could be a stud. Uh, I didn't know too much about him. And the more I looked on him, the more I liked. So any three of those guys, I'm cool with that 10. Um, If Sauce Gardner is there, I don't think he would be. He'd be an automatic pick for me. My really, my pick I really would like is Kayvon, but we got a lot of needs like the Giants, like many teams. D end. O line was actually ranked 15th last year, not as bad as as many may think, and possibly getting Becton back, hopefully. Um, and uh, George Fant's going to need a huge deal on right tackle. He's probably going to command 20 plus million. So it, the tackle wouldn't be a wasted pick, even if Becton does come back. It's not a wasted pick at all. Uh, so I, I, there's a lot of things we can do. I just don't take like Hamilton. Don't take Stingley. Don't do something stupid. Don't trade the farm for Debo. Don't trade the fourth for Debo. And then I trust Joe Douglas to to do what he thinks is right. And and I think I think we're, I think we have some uh, we have some odds movements. What is at the top of the draft? Kenny Pickett to the Texans has major juice on DraftKings right now, moving from. Plus two thousand to plus eight hundred to go number three overall. Oh shit! Interesting. That would be crazy. I feel like I thought they said they were gonna stick with Davis Mills. Yeah, but it's Davis Mills. Yeah, that's true. I take. Um, I'll take. Davis I'll tell Mills you. Over Pickett. I heard. I heard. I. I heard Davis Mills would be the number one quarterback in this draft. Um, they would be, he'd be and Davis Mills was the arguably. Best or it's close with Mac. He had a fantastic year. Davis Mills did on the shit team. He did. Yeah, Mac, no, he did. He, he did. did. No, Jones, yeah, we're, we're giving. We're not giving him the credit he Mac deserves. Jones, yeah, we're not. No, just, Mac Jones managed the game. He managed the game, and he did. A, he did a nice job. He did a very nice job, and I like Mac. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Statistically, yeah, he uh, Davis Mills was probably 
the better quarterback, but Mac Jones is also in a much better situation. So yeah, it's yeah, like, definitely. But if regardless. you put Davis Mills in that situation, he probably does just as well, if not yeah, better. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I like Davis Mills, and I do have him in Dynasty, so don't take Kenny Pickett. But, um, <laughs> but that also could be that also could be some smoke because you know, like yeah. maybe the Texans leaked that because earlier today there was the reports that Houston or Houston was looking to trade back from three. Also, and, the plus eight hundred, and then is they not were also looking likely. to trade up to to 12 or from 11 from 12 i think they have 12 or 13 they were looking to trade back into the top 10 for 12 but trade into the top 10 with 12 but trade back from three so i mean this is nfl draft rumors are just it's it's lie also, city you can't believe a this, fucking yeah. word this isn't that comes plus out of 200 mouth. or plus plus 800 is still a long shot that's still eight to one Correct. Right. It is, correct. but it is movement. you know it's it a, it's a more it's a hundred and twenty percent line movement. It is. It is. I just think uh, I still think if they want him, they'll trade back. I think if they want to get him, they'll trade back to seven or eight or ten. Uh, because why wouldn't you? I didn't actually. I didn't see if it was uh, number three overall or if it was third quarterback to the Texans. Oh, oh okay. to the Texans in general. You know what oh. I mean? Like the Texans take him anywhere. There's no way the Texans number three take overall him at three. There's no way they t- they could take him at three. There might not be a quarterback yeah. taken until twentieth. They're saying with Malik Willis, maybe not yeah. going to the Panthers. Yeah, it might no. not go to. Yeah, it might not go to the Steelers pick. Um, I'll tell Wait, you, my Willis isn't going to go till twenty now. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a huge reach at six to be honest. To the Steelers, a huge reach at six. Yeah. I mean, you know, no one needs a quarterback that Damn. high. It's just, you know. I mean. Carolina, Seattle, and well, they, Atlanta all need quarterbacks. So does Washington. Uh, right, but they'll teams. they'll be just, there. They'll be there at the turn, though. I mean, Carolina picks. Uh, Carolina actually does not have Carolina a second doesn't round have another pick. pick until the third round, I believe. Yeah. But who's better? Yeah, right now? And the Jimmy, Falcons. Who's better, Jimmy G and Baker? Uh, or these guys, like Jimmy G and Baker, are definitely better than these guys, right? I mean, not, I, I mean. You know, yeah, but uh, yeah. for thirty million dollars. Yeah, I know it's true, but it's there's 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 options of it. There's more quarterbacks than teams right now. That's the thing. So, um, I think Carolina specifically. I don't think I know it's a reach, but I don't think you can fault them for taking a swing at Willis. No, you can't fault yeah. them at all. I just think I haven't heard much quarterback buzz from those teams, though. I know. I I think Atlanta kind of wants to tank with Mariota, and then try to load up for a big guy. And I think uh, Seattle kind of wants to do the same. I think they want to tank with Drew Locke or, or if they trade for Baker and then and then kind of just nail it in and get like in a stack draft next year. Like like being okay or decent this year, if you're bad, isn't great because next year's draft with quarterbacks is stacked. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I'm just hoping tonight and tomorrow and through the weekend that the Patriots load up on defense. Um we don't need any receivers. We're good on receivers. We have two dynamic tight ends. We need to get Johnny involved more in the offense next yeah. year. I mean, that guy is a yeah. monster with the ball in his hands. I think they just need to let him go. But, I mean, receivers, we got Devontae, Jacoby Myers, whatever you feel about him. Running back, we're solid. We need an O-line. We need an O-lineman. David Andrews is old. He's a center. We're not going to draft a center, I don't think. But he's old. Uh, Isaiah Wynn can't stay healthy. I don't know. With Trent Brown, Trent Brown's back. I like that. That's, that's yeah. But that's this a is like move, a but... the first round is the worst night of the draft for you guys. You Patriots fans should hate the first night yeah. of the draft. You guys well, suck at the first night of the draft. T- tonight it's gonna be either a linebacker or a cornerback. I think. I think we're either gonna get Ooh, Devin, um, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Uh, he was he had top ten potential at yeah, one point, but 
Uh, I think Kobe Dean's going to be there, there I, as well, probably. I think um, McShay and a few others I saw had uh, Lloyd. I also saw maybe Daxton Hill out of um, Michigan in the first round. Okay. I saw that. I yeah. saw. I think um, Devin Lloyd's going to be a monster. I, I saw. Be a great I saw someone had McDuffie uh, from Washington. He's good as the the first round. I saw someone had Zion Johnson, who's a guard and center out of. Uh, BC, but I I would not like that pick in the first round. I think we need either a linebacker or a cornerback. I I I mean we brought back Malcolm Butler, but Jesus Christ, if we're gonna be going at it with Mal, if our uh, defensive backs Malcolm are gonna be, Butler. if it's gonna be Malcolm Butler, Adrian Phillips, we have Jalen Mills, which is good, but we we need someone better than Malcolm Butler running the other side there. I. I think we need to get someone young, a little bit more dynamic. It's not going to be Malcolm Butler is not the answer. Do we think uh, Detroit takes a quarterback with the last pick of the first round to get that fifth year? Or does someone trade up to, you know, maybe one of the chiefs, two picks, you know, someone again, I think missed I think, on a quarterback. I think you're, if you're the lions again, it's, it's tank for the, you know, the lions are legitimately bad. Um, and I know they're, competitive in some regards but again it's like jared goff this is probably jared goff last year and uh then you're well that's what, i think it would be like wise for them to do that because if you like a guy at 32 take him you're he's gonna sit behind goff this year for the full season and you're gonna be bad so just run it back next year you'll have you'll have your you know your top five pick next year next year anyway and you'll draft a a, you'll draft a wide receiver for your fancy new quarterback that is now going to start because he's sat on the bench for a year next year's quarterback class is supposed to be one of the best in a long time and this there might not even be one starter in the quarterback and yeah 32 or back end of the first it's not a lot of risk but if you take a quarterback in the first round that to me you're not planning on taking one next year because that would be a little foolish because you're kind of wasting that pick. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, and then again, you're going to have a top four or five pick. You're going to take a re- receiver with a top four or five pick. I'd rather one of the most stacked quarterback classes um, and take a swing at someone. And, you know, just say Jared Goff, yeah, go five and five and 12, dude, four and 13, do what you do best. You know, 25 touchdowns, 16 picks. DJ Hawkinson, do okay, be bleh. You yeah. Know? And then uh, they actually added a receiver, didn't they? They added with DJ Chark. Yeah. Yeah. They actually have St. Brown, who's a stud. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. He was a monster the he's, second half of last he's an year. Animal. He's really good. Um, yeah, really, he's going to be great for them going forward. And was he a rookie this year or was it his second year? Rookie. I wanted, I wanted the, uh, I wanted the uh, Packers to take him, but, of course, they wouldn't take a receiver. That'd just be another person with a weird name on the Packers. <laughs> I feel like they have all these players. They with, used like, to have Aquanimus St. Brown. Last names. They used to have his brother. That's his that's brother. you know what? That's exactly who I'm thinking of that's too. His brother. So. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. His brother is. Coming. Yeah, and then the pack. It is his brother. Yeah. The Packers pick twice in the first round as well, don't they? Yeah, they're they're well positioned. Twenty-eight, have, twenty-eight, uh, and 20, twenty-two. Twenty-eight, twenty-six. I think Chris Olave. No, twenty-two or, and twenty-eight. Or, Yes, sorry, you're right. Yeah, 22 and 28. I think they should hope Chris Olave's there. Yeah, they got to go receiver. Yeah. Yeah, if they can yeah. get Olave, that'd be that would be big. They're going to need to get number one uh, I mean, receiver you know, now. I doubt Jamison Williams f- falls there. Uh, Sammy Watkins, technically. Jesus Christ. Oh uh, well, you think you think him over 
Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling's on the Chiefs. I mean, we give we give. Sammy oh, that's right. But I'm taking. I'm I forgot that Watkins I forgot over. that he got traded though. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, you're almost taking two. He went to the Chiefs. You're taking but... probably both receivers at those picks. You got Lazard, Watkins, and Cobb. Woof. Yeah, which I mean, there's, Cobb, not, a, I there's mean, not a receiver outside Devontae Adams that was on the Packers last year. I'm taking over Sammy Watkins. And, a, and, a, and Amari. For as much shit as Sammy Watkins gets. Like, yeah, I'm taking Sammy Watkins. Yeah. It's be, you know, he's a solid receiver. He's solid. Yeah, he's just not sexy. But um, I, I'm probably taking two receivers with those two picks. You need. Yeah, why yeah. not? I mean, Jahan Dotson, Penn State's would probably be there. George Pickens, Georgia. I, lo- um, I love George they're Pickens. They're good. Yeah, take Pickens and like if Alave yeah. and Pickens, I'd love that. Like, dude, Pickens has been slept on. When he's when he's mentally there and he's healthy, he's a monster. He could be a top two or three receiver easily in this draft. Um, there's a lot of guys yeah. that are David Bell from Purdue. I love. Um, there's a lot of the receivers really deep in this draft. So I don't think you need. I think teams that are in the back end of the first round uh, are fine. I thought it was pretty deep last year too. Like with the Jets getting Elijah Moore, with the Giants getting Kadarius Tony, like. But I always liked those guys as talents, and they were late first, early second round. You and you, oftentimes you can get a really good talent in the late first, early second. Looks like I'm not going to say that Amari Rodgers is a bust from last year, uh, but you know he couldn't even get playing time last year. Like he couldn't even you know get a lick of playing time. So uh, you know he's not yeah. someone you can certainly count on. I mean, at this point, it's almost a bonus if you get something from him. I think he had like five catches or something. He had like couldn't even get on the field. So. You know, he's not going to really play over Lazard, Watkins, or Cobb. So, I don't see any world. Be, I mean, the the rapport he's got with Lazard and Cobb and Watkins is, like we said, is, a, you know, obviously by far a better receiver. So, um, Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. A lot of teams with multiple picks in the first round. I think we'll see some trades. I think we'll see some. I uh, hope we see some trades. I don't know. This is, this is a, uh, a draft that's. Very underwhelming from the quarterback position. Normally, at where he gets spoiled. Very, especially after last year. And the Josh, especially, and the especially Josh after Allen, last year, yeah. Arnold Baker, Lamar year. There was a lot of talent in mm-hmm. that one. Not, not all panning out, obviously. Uh, Allen and Lamar being the two best, but a lot of controversy, you know. And usually, there's like you know, j- number one picks a quarterback and jockeying for a position to get the court move up for the quarterback. And this year, there's a lot of lot of uncertainty. I don't remember so much uncertainty. We still don't know who the number one pick is for sure. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. So I think this is going to be a great night of excitement and uncertainty. And uh, I think there is going to be a lot of uh, potential trades and, and crazy picks that we might not see coming because uh, not many people are locked in. Like, oh, Nat 7, they're taking quarterback. At 3, they're taking quarterback. Like, we knew, we knew the Dolphins were going to take a quarterback. We knew... You know, um, we knew a lot of those teams in, in that draft. We knew the Bengals were taking Burrow. You know, they were just like definites. Like you could just pencil in. Mm-hmm. There's not much you can pencil in for sure here. Um, maybe positionally, but player to player, uh, it gets really tough. I mean, like 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 yeah, I mean, Hutchinson's literally... the favorite for the Jets to be picked at fourth. I don't know how that's even possible, but there's a chance the Jets get Hutchinson at four. I don't think we will. I don't think he makes it past the Lions at two, but – you hear these things. You hear maybe maybe the Texans get take Pickett. You hear maybe they really like Stingley. You hear uh, the the Lions like Stingley. You hear all these crazy things, and a lot of it probably is smokescreen. But there's a chance. Yeah, definitely. 
It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But um, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll recap our team's draft. Uh, we'll obviously talk NBA playoffs. Uh, we will be back next week. But in the meantime, go follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter. Check out the store at BleacherFan.com and go rate and subscribe to the podcast.